A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Dairying is labor-intensive, and with a statewide labor shortage, dairy farms are doubling up on duties. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, talking with Sandy Larson of Larson Acres in Evansville, Wisconsin. She says everyone has had to pitch in and then some. We milk uh, 2,800 cows and run about 5,500 acres, and we have about 75 employees. For a family farm, I'm the fifth generation on the farm, and my kids are um, involved as well, so they're sixth generation, and we've been there in that facility since 1957. So we're proud of that. Um, We've just been growing, you know, as the family grows, um, the farm grows, and we all work together um, on our farm. So 75 employees and on a dairy farm, labor intensive. You need a lot of workers. In this climate we're in right now, I mean, what is the labor situation for you guys? It's okay. Um, So people are hired for a specific position. So there's milkers, we have calf barn, we have feed, um, we have crops and maintenance, they're all hired for a position, so they don't really move around on the farm a lot. But we're typically short um, a couple milkers and a couple people in the calf barn. Um, and it's hard to find people that just want to come and work hard. You know, sometimes they come for a week and they're done. And then we start all over again. And is it mainly adults? Or are you hiring um, students? Yeah, some of both. I had a, a, quite a few high school kids this summer, more than I usually had, and it's working okay, but now they're going back to school, so I have to fill those spots, um, which is difficult because they're involved in sports or whatever, and they're only available on weekends, which I get, totally get that. Um, so back to finding some more employees. Yeah. And, I mean, you guys have your own jobs on the farm, but then when there's not employees, you find yourselves um, kind of doing double. So, I mean, what, what does a day look like for you guys, and do you find yourself doing jobs that, you know, are extra? <laughs> yeah, we fill in. Like, last night I had to feed calves. We were a short person feeding calves at the third feeding, so I did that. Um, you know, there's always mowing, and we have to always, you know, keep the farm looking nice, so we're spraying weeds, and um, you you just you help out where you can. And, and we are short, so I'm, I'm talking to the different teams, like, you know, this the calf bar needs extra help today. Do you have a couple hours you can help them out? And they did, you know, and that's, that's working. So it's kind of getting the different teams to work together just to cover that day. Like, they just need a little extra help just to get caught up, and that's kind of fun to see, too. Are you guys vocal um, as far as in the state legislature about um, things that need to, to happen to boost the workforce for dairy farms? Some. I should do more. Um, our legislatures were there. We just hosted an EDGE policy picnic, so we had them there at the farm. They both came, and uh, we need to, we, I need to talk to them more, more than I do. But they know we're there, and, and they're open to listening to us, which I appreciate. And you guys are, obviously, then you're part of the EDGE and DBA? Correct, yes. Yeah, they're great resources because we can't always know what's going on and stay in tune, and they let us know what we need to know, which I appreciate. What does involvement look like for farmers that are in those programs? So you have to pay like a fee to be a member, um, and they just they they they're the, they're the face of the farmers in Madison, um, and keeping us in the loop of you know you need to know this is going on or this might affect your farm. Um, pay attention, and I, that's a good thing. And then sometimes uh, you end up hosting legislatures, tell them uh, the problems that you want them to work on. What's it like having lawmakers come out to the farm? Uh, that's a good thing. Um, it's good to have them out, and we should have them out more often because they it just opens their eyes. They're like, oh, th- you know, they're part of my area, and I should know what they do on their farm. And it's, 
it's good to have them there. Yeah. What does uh, preparation look like <laughs> to have, uh, you know, the people in suit and ties come out? It's not too bad. You know, we try to keep our farm, you know, tour ready. You know, we used to have a lot of tours before COVID hit. So the farm always is ready for visitors at all times. You mentioned you had to kind of pause tours. Is that coming back now? Or are people coming out to the farm? A little bit. Um, yeah, we've got some tours maybe scheduled for World Dairy Expo. They're starting to like, are you having tours? I'm like, yeah, I think we'll have some tours. And uh, who else have I got coming? The Spider Bike Group wants to come out again. <laughs> They're a fun group. Um, it's their second time. So, yeah, we're starting to be open the doors a little bit more. What, when people come on tour, what are they learning about? They're going to go full circle. It's a mile walk around the farm. They're going to see where we feed. They're going to see the calves. They're going to see maternity, The where we milk the cows. Um, they see it all. And they walk away with a better appreciation. Like, I had no idea. You know, I had no idea it was this, this you know, intensive and... Do you ever have to debunk any myths or answer questions that you're just like, where did that come from? That's a great question. There's usually a couple, um, you know, like, you know, what do you do with the cows when you sell them? And um, do you take the babies away from their moms? Um, so we explain this is what we do because it's best for both the baby and the mom just to, you know, we, we, we can give that calf the milk that she needs and exactly how much she needs. And we know that. So it's just better for both. Now, are you doing anything special in preparation for World Dairy Expo? Well, we'll schedule probably a couple of big tours. Um, we'll show a couple cows up the show, too, in the junior show. So we're kind of doing double duty, so it's hard. It's a busy week. Any international folks come out? Usually, yes. I'm not sure who gets to come this year, but, yeah, we have a lot of visitors that come from international, typically, in a, a normal year. And is it because they're interested in dairy? Uh, why do they come to your farm? Oh, yeah. They're, they're looking to get new ideas from the United States and, like, can we adapt that to where we live, you know? And, and they look for specific things. They're looking at housing. They're looking at ventilation. They're looking at crops and what we grow. And uh, machinery is a big thing for them, too. So it's, it's kind of fun to talk to them. I wish I can go visit them someday. That's Sandy Larson of Larson Acres in Rock County with an agribusiness update on how her dairy farm is operating during the current labor shortage and how the farm is preparing for World Dairy Expo. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.